Beyond the Headline with Aldrin Simpia on SAFM, weekdays 3 to 6 p.m. It is now 23 minutes after 4 o'clock. We're in conversation with SABC News reporter Abongile Yankees. Some children are still not able to start the academic year in the Eastern Cape due to damaged infrastructure. Vandals wreaked havoc in some schools and stole equipment, making it impossible for them to reopen at the beginning of the year. Abongile Yankees now joining us on the line. Abongile, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. So you visited East London today. How widespread is this issue? Well, Aldrin, I can tell you that it's in the Buffalo City metro around five schools, and it is um, quite a growing trend too in parts of the province. I understand that vandalism is quite rife in the Nelson Mandela Bay metro, and that's why this, the Eastern Cape Education Department introduced this program of fencing schools where they are vulnerable, but seemingly at the school that we went to at a.k.a. Miss London Alphandale Senior Secondary School, they did manage to climb over that fence. And it was dark, as they told us, due to load shedding, and they couldn't spot these vandals. That's where they made off with copper. You'd recall that copper, there's a demand for it, particularly here in this area of BCM. Um, they are really grappling with it. Even the mayor of Buffalo City, Kola Pazati, is calling for a ban of copper here in the of, of, and the scraping of metal dealers, scrap metal dealers, because it's really getting out of hand. But affecting schools, some schools haven't even started for their academic year due to this vandalism and due to the rife occasions of um, cable theft. So um, some schools don't even have water. Some schools don't even have electricity. No fee-paying schools that I'm talking about. And some are even technical where they heavily rely on electricity mm. to perform their practical work. So now, even if they were to come back, if they were going to read through textbooks, but they had the equipment. It's just that they were stolen and vandalized. Now, going forward, it's really going to be problematic for them. Yeah, because that's the issue around the practicals as well. And the strange thing now that you've mentioned the issue around um, around the, 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 the scrapyards is that the president had spoken about this during his State of the Nation address as well, that this is a major concern. Um, but here you have this problem still persisting, and now also schools are being targeted. Yes, indeed. And um, it's, really, it's really quite a on in townships schools that are located in townships where there's high unemployment rates. Now, um, the children, now the learners at these, at these affected schools are watching their peers going to school, and some of them are really, um, the parents are concerned that they might even drop out of school and um, turn to drugs due to depression, as they put it. And it's taking a toll on their children. They are saying that, it's really hectic. Their right to education, as enshrined in the Constitution, is being um, taken away from them. And they, they, they were crying very emotionally. They were so emotional over this matter. And now, that you recall that the education department, um, even though they can make deviations in their processes, but they have to make those assessments in order to ensure that the funds that will be released and the tender that will be released will be realistic to the funds and not just um, spending money irregularly. So when we went to Alphandale uh, Senior Secondary School, they were about to introduce a contractor. Imagine the time that has been lost, especially for a school that deals with technical subjects. 
So we are facing that predicament, but they have committed to a catch-up plan. And um, they are saying, even when you walk into the classes, that um, the wires are hanging there. Someone might get electrocuted. So it's that risk. But they are saying that the contractors that that they have made available, that have gotten these tenders, will be able to work day day in, day out to ensure that no further time is lost. Yeah, I guess that's the other part, right? Sometimes thinking about whether some of the people who get involved in these tenders could also be possibly part of the people who destroy. Because if you destroy, whatever you destroy has to be fixed. Um, I wonder what's the community saying about this? Yes, they, this, the one at Pfeffer happened around between the 24th and the 25th of December during when the schools were closed, um, during the festive season, even the principal said he was on holiday during that time. So it goes back to that issue again that, um, you, that communities should play their part in um, protecting these resources that are within their communities so that we avoid coming here and, um, and the issue of harboring criminals. But they are saying that they don't know who did this and um, pinning their hopes on law enforcement agencies to arrest them. But sometimes it's within the communities. They know who they 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 know who it must be someone who is well who's familiar with the area yeah. and who knows that um, during this time this person won't be here. I can do so and so, and I know what's inside that school. So, but the communities are really frustrated, and they don't know who to look into that uh, and point fingers. So they are playing it safe and hoping that the department would eventually intervene with these with this crisis. Well, thank you so much for your time, Abongile Yankis, SABC News reporter, based in the Eastern Cape. It's twenty-eight minutes after four o'clock.